I don't know why, but I feel like uh, recording this. So I'm fasting right now. Like I'm doing a 21 day Daniel fast, like uh, where you only eat fruits and vegetables. And also sometimes I fast throughout the day because um, I've been just trying to do some intermittent fasting as well because my stomach is sort of destroyed right now. (laughs) And I'm trying to help it to like heal itself. Um, it's honestly something that God put on my heart to do. And so, you know, I've just been obeying, right? But the thing is, when I fast, for whatever reason, my dreams intensify. Like, I don't know what it is. You know, maybe there's some scientific uh, explanation. There's a scientific explanation behind it. But I don't know. All I know is that when I dream... Like, I probably could imagine that some uh, more of something is being released or something like that in your brain. I don't know. But, um, yeah, my dreams have been so intense. And so I don't want to forget this dream. And so I wanted to record it on here. I was trying to remember what my dream was the night before. But truthfully, I just don't remember right now. So I'm going to just talk about the one from last night. So um, I... Oh, actually, I need to get my dog's bed. But um, while I do that, I'm going to still start my dream. So it, it, I don't really remember like how it started. But what I do remember is that uh, my old roommate, which I don't want to give too much detail. But if I ever listen back to this, I will know who I'm talking about. <laughs> so I had a dream about my old roommate. And... Um, me and my roommate, let me give a quick backstory before I tell the dream. So me and my roommate were friends first and we became friends because I had another, I had another best friend and then it's like she came out of nowhere. My, the new best friend came out of nowhere and just kind of swept me off the, off my feet to say this, to say, I don't know how you say that. I forgot how you say that, but whatever. Uh, she sort of swept me off my feet. It sounds uh, <laughs> a little sus, but that's not, I'm not saying like in a relationship type of way. I'm talking about in a, you know, in a love bombing type of way. So narcissists usually love bomb. Like they come off as the perfect person. And that could be in a romantic relationship, but that and that can also be in like... Um, like a regular friendship or even family familial relationships which is rare because it's like you've been knowing them all your life but like when you first meet a narcissist they read you and they figure out what exactly you like and what you don't like and they be they'll be that perfect person for you and so (sighs) sorry i'm tired i'm exhausted but anyway um, she was like that perfect person. And at that time, me and my old best friend were going through like a very rocky patch. And so it was almost as if it was like the perfect timing because she was a- able to make it seem like my old best friend was horrible, which my old best friend had some, some toxic qualities, but, um, they probably weren't to the extent of this new girl. Right. And so, um, she sort of swept me off my feet. And, you know, 
I started to, it, it's almost as though she turned me against my old best friend and almost everybody I knew. But at the time, I didn't realize it. At the time, I was just like, yo, yeah, she's right. Like, this person is X, Y, Z, and this person does this. Uh-uh, I don't like this. And before I knew it, she her, she was the only other person that I knew in college. And at first, I had a lot of different friends. Like, I knew a lot of different people. Then all of a sudden, it was just me and her. And uh, uh, anyway, I was kind of just thinking, like, it's just a tight circle because you know people are fake and stuff like that but not realizing that i was probably with the most toxic of them all like other people probably had toxic qualities but this person it was almost like a movie type of manipulator like the level of a of a movie like um usually they call them covert narcissists so like they're very methodical you don't even realize you're being manipulated because it's just so like background. And um, anyway, um, she, 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 she would do this thing where she was, uh, well, f- there was like a lot of different things that were manipulative. First off, she would buy me very expensive gifts. That's kind of how it started. And so that puts you in a place where from I, I was in college. I did not have that much money, but she had a... a sugar daddy so she had a lot of money and so she was able to buy these gifts and she would act like oh it's nothing you know like he gave it he gave me the money anyway so it's whatever so she like for the first christmas i knew her i had just met her probably like a month before christmas and she ended up buying me like some a hundred dollar shoes and i remember I, i i don't know if i was working or what but i, I tried to finesse and find a way i'm going way off topic and not telling my dream but um besides the point so i went way out of my way to try to match her energy which was hard for me because i i don't even know if i had a car yet i don't think i even had a car yet so i was probably working at some i don't even know where i was working but i just know i was just struggling at the time financially and i still managed to buy her some 100 dollars shoes as well but then, like, for my birthday, she took me to Florida. Then for my next birthday, she bought me a dog. So it's like, she was buying me very expensive gifts. And if you look into that, that's a very manipulative thing. And it's a methodical thing. Like, it's something that you would not really first think. Especially if, especially for me. I'm not going to say for everybody. But for me, I was very naive. Like, I would never think anybody was trying to manipulate me or trick me. So the the issue is, is that she has some sort of personality disorder where she's dead, deathly afraid of abandonment. So she'll do anything to keep you around, like literally anything, like n- anything, like anything. I, I can't even I can't keep trying to think of a way to explain anything, but anything explains itself. She'll do anything to keep you from li- leaving. So buying gifts is probably not the most extreme thing. Like, for example, I don't know if I can say this on here, but like, what are the odds that you ever see this? I don't know, but whatever. Um, so she would do anything. One of the things she would, she did, for example, is like in her one of her relationships, she got a tattoo to prevent the person from leaving, like tattooed her name, even though she had cheated on them. She, you know, she'll do anything. You know what I mean? And so um, 
anywho i'm way 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 off topic so uh what am i trying to say yeah so she would just do a lot of different manipulative things that i was not realizing when i first met her um and all of a sudden i started noticing that she would do she was super nice for a while and all of a sudden she would do something that's so like messed up like i remember she just randomly had sex in my car just like disrespectful like off the wall like what why would you do that thought you we were best friends you know what i mean i would never do that to somebody without their consent maybe if i you know talked about it anyway she she did that she would do stuff like she would talk to my uh my boyfriend at the time she would talk to him behind my back and like ask him for rides and uh just she would text him all the time behind my back and it would just put me in a weird predicament because I'm like, okay, I thought we were best friends. It would just throw me for a loop. Like it, it was, it was to a point where I started to think I was like tripping or something because I'm like, like, but she's nice in my face. So it would, it would be hard for me to really see. Okay, this is messed up. But sometimes she would do things, and I would just be like, I would not even talk to her. Uh, like whenever she was talking to my ex and asking for a ride and didn't tell me, like you're just gonna ride. And uh, I forgot to mention something. Me, her and my ex met before and she was like trying to talk to my ex uh, um or whatever they were trying to talk. i don't know if that he was talking to her or what was going on but anyway yeah so whenever she met me it's like she said that okay yeah she's not gonna talk to him because you know that was my ex and so um oh just remembering all of this is making me just feel nauseous honestly like boo anyway um because it was a lot of other stuff going on with my ex that it just anyway um what am i saying i'm completely off topic this whole thing is off topic because i'm supposed to be talking about the dream but yeah she oh yeah after she did that she hit me up and she's like oh it was around her birthday like he was get, she was getting him to drive her to the airport or something like that to the bus station airport something like that because it was her birthday and she was going out of town and she didn't i don't think she didn't invite me because uh she i think she had already planned the trip before we had met so it's not like she didn't invite me it's like we didn't know each other when she planned when they had got the tickets and all that stuff and i don't even think i had the funds to go so i was just like you know enjoy your trip go on your birthday trip she was going with her cousin and you know come to find out that's not even her cousin that's like that's a whole nother story besides the point um she asked him for a ride and i was like he ended up asking me like hey did you know that she asked me for a ride and i'm like what she asked you for a ride and i just shut down emotionally like i'm just like i was completely turned off by that i'm like wow like we're supposed to be super cool and you you're gonna ask my boyfriend for a ride and not tell me that's so weird um and he was like i thought you knew because he he was even confused and the crazy part is he was a cheater liar himself so for him to tell me i was just like okay this has to be really outlandish <laughs> so anyway she asked she asked him for a while but didn't tell me and you know i i, I was like go ahead drop off whatever i didn't i didn't i don't even know i think honestly he told me after or i don't remember he ended up dropping her off or whatever and um 
she hit me up like she was texting me and i was completely ignore her completely ignore her completely ignore her and she hit me up and oh but right before she left she asked she had a birthday dinner and she hit me up and she was like wow i can't believe you didn't come to my birthday dinner because i told her i was not pulling up i didn't tell her why i just didn't say anything she was like i can't believe that you would do this to me da 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 i just i just blew it off i was just like i got too much homework i'm not coming so then um she went on her trip and while she was on her trip I guess she started realizing that I was just, like, not feeling that. Like, I did not like that at all. And still to this day, I do not like that. Uh, That's extremely disrespectful. But anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, so she went over there, and she, I guess she started realizing I was really pulling away. And so she she did, she did she started being nice. So it's like she has a switch. Like, she'll be, she'll do something super crazy and messed up. Then she'll act sad that you're treating her the way you're treating her because of what she did. And then she'll switch it to just being nice so that you'll come back. Um, so anyway, she started being super nice. And, and, and then she was like, hey, I found your name on the sidewalk uh, of the stars or whatever they haven't. They went to Hollywood. So she was like, "They, I, I found your name on the stars. And I'm like, what? Like I'm like, you're talking about Mariah Carey. Oh, shoot. I said my name. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you talking about Mariah Carey? And she's like, no. I'm talking about... Uh, she's had, like, a picture of a thing that said best friend. And that was the first time she ever referred to me as best friend. And I'm just, it's just, like, such a conflicting thing. Anyway, to sum it all up, she did a bunch of, like... She would do super mean things. And then she would be super nice. And... It was just a mean, nice, Jekyll Hyde, the typical cliche manipulative blueprint. And, uh, like, even now, it's very hard to see her as a person that did all this stuff because so much stuff has happened. But, um, anywho, to make a long story even longer, because now we're getting to the finally, final, uh, let me see how long I've been talking. Because I might just... I've been talking for about 15 minutes. Alright, that's cool. So, now I'm about to finally see my dream. So, boom. Um, I had a, I had a dream that it was basically her... I, I, I have a hard time remembering what it started off as. But I know that all of a sudden we ended up sort of like in front of this apartment. Like upstairs in front of this apartment. And... It was like we were at her front door. And I was with a group of guys. And it seems to, it seems as if one of them was her grandfather. I don't know why, but one of them was. One of the people that was with me. So we're all standing at her door. And it's like they were trying to tell her that either A, she was doing something wrong. Or um, they were telling her no. Um. Like she was trying to get them to do something, and they said no, or we as a group said no, right? And or I think one of us, one of us said no. It wasn't me, but one of them said no. And since we were all together, she just started chasing us, and she pulled out a knife, and she, it's to the point where she started trying to kill us. And I was just like, "What in the world is going on? Like, it's like, bruh, like all they did was say no." Like, I was trying to get her to, like, say, calm down. Be like, nah, bro, it's not that deep. 
Um, it's really not that deep. <sighs> Sorry, I'm extremely tired. But uh, anyway, but she just really pulled out this knife and was pointed at this. And it was an old man. I think it was her grandfather. So she was pointed at him. And he's like, bro, like, I really didn't do anything. Like, it's not even he kept trying to say stuff like that. And then we kept try- we kept kind of, like, finessing and getting out of it. And the craziest part is, all of a sudden, she switched and she turned into, like, a seductress. And it was like, she turned into this, like, very uh, swaying spirit. Like, she was very easy at convincing another person to do something. Like, she turned into that type of person. It was like, she had on, like, a flowy dress and, like... Um, she was just very, but it was still like, it's crazy because it was still like evil, but it was like, it was like an act to try to trick him to make him, uh, drop his guard and then bang, she pulled out the knife. So as soon as they, the men were mostly getting seduct, seducted, is that a word? Seduced, my bad. Um. The men were mostly getting seduced, but for me, it was kind of seeming like, oh, okay, she's not that bad. She actually seems nice. And, it, and like, it's, like, it's so weird that I wasn't, like, the main character. <laughs> I wasn't the main one being chased. I was kind of just <sighs> guilty by association. and But in this, I was able to see how she really was. And it was just so creepy. Because, like, she switched into that seductress thing, and they actually started believing her. And even me, we all started believing that, okay, maybe she's not that bad of a person. Bam, she pulled out the knife. And she just started chasing us everywhere and everywhere. Da, 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 da. But, like, in my mind, I just knew that, like, okay, we're going to... You know how, like, in, in uh superhero movies, the superhero always wins in, at the end of the movie. And then the villain, you know, loses. That's usually how it goes. So in my mind, I was thinking, okay, this is like a movie. So, like, I already know that the villain is going to lose. But, like, when? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a matter of when. And so we were just running. All of a sudden, we end up in an airport. And we're all just running around trying to get away from her. But anyway, we end up winning. Um and I ended up waking up, and I was woke up so shook. Like, I woke up, it felt like that was more intense than what reality is. Because right now, I'm very exhausted from work. And, you know, I'm just exhausted. But it's getting towards the end of the week. So, <sighs> obviously, I'm so tired. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, uh, when I woke up, It was almost like it was less intense waking up, like being in the regular world than it was sleeping. Like that dream was so intense and felt so real. It's almost like I was exhausted from running around in the in the dream. But um, anyway, when I woke up, it's like I, I just started getting scared, like not getting scared. But I just started thinking, like, what if, um, you know. This dream is kind of 
tell me something. And, like, I don't know. I just really started just feeling like, because, like, right now, if we describe her in real life as she was presented in a dream, like, right now, she's in that seductress spirit where she's very, very nice. And, you know, I think everything's going good. And, and then out of nowhere, she'll do something super off the wall. So we're at this point where she's about to do something super off the wall because she got me quote unquote she got me back like comfortable or whatever and that's when she hits you left filled with something but it's so crazy because it's almost like this dream warned me like uh and not even this dream but god warned me through this dream like you know protect yourself from that and it's to the point where i'm wondering if i should just um just block her without even without an explanation at all and just you know dip off somewhere because honestly speaking I'm I'm creeped out like I'm very 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 scared and I'm grateful that I don't live with her and I'm grateful that she doesn't know where I live and I remember like she came she came she I remember she was asking me if she can mail me something and I'm grateful that I said no because imagine if she had my address, you know. Um, and I don't even know why she was trying. Like, I feel like it was a force. Um, but uh, I'm too creeped out from that. Um, honestly. Um, so anyway... Uh, I'm exhausted, so I'm going to have to go to sleep. <laughs> I don't know what my dream's going to be about tonight. But um, hopefully it reveals, me, reveals something to me that, you know, I need to know in this hour. Um, if you actually listen to this, I appreciate you. And I hope that you are... <laughs> put in a position to come to know God and have a relationship with him because it's honestly bliss. It's honestly, I mean, not bliss because, you know, you still go through stuff, but he's right there by you and he's helping you and correcting your steps and keeping you in the proper direction. So it's just, you know, it takes a a weight off your shoulders. Um, But yeah, I'm going to drink my tea and call it a night. I'm exhausted. And so... Sorry, I'm so tired. And so I'm going to get off here now. Bye.